Welcome to the Miracle Channel podcast. Every week, you'll hear powerful messages from world-renowned pastors that air on Miracle Channel, Canada's 24-7 Christian TV station. And if you want to watch more of their messages anytime you want, check out our online streaming service, Corco Plus. Follow the link in our show notes to create a free account in three simple steps. Today on the podcast, you'll hear a conversation from Better Together. Better Together is TBN's first daily original program made by women for women. They discuss faith, family, friends, and so much more. No topic is off limits. And now, the Better Together crew will have a candid discussion on leadership and influence. They will explain how the difference between being a true leader and being just another voice in the crowd is an acquaintance with the truth of Jesus. Let's dive into the message. I love that God put into women a very good nurturing spirit. I love that we get a chance to love those around us in a, in a beautiful way. We're called to be mothers, friends, lovers. Across the board, women have a great job. And I love that we can be influencers and we need to shut out all the voices. Just because you're an influencer, if you're not speaking truth, not every influencer is a truth teller, Chris. And I think we all know that. And I think we need to shut out all the voices, no matter who you are, no matter where you are, no matter what you've acclaimed to be. If you're not pointing people back to Jesus, if you're not pointing people to the word, if you're not pointing people to peace, love, joy, righteousness, then we need to be quiet. Yes. Chris, <laughs> I think we need to shut out the voices of influence that lead us astray. I'm with you. And the fact is that um, in this generation, everyone wants to be an influencer. I have to laugh. It's kind of like, you know, man, if yeah. I can just get that blue check next to my name <laughs> on social media, somehow that makes me a somebody. Can I just say, if you were saying nonsense before you got your blue check, you're going to keep saying nonsense after your blue check. Your blue check does not anoint yeah. you with wisdom. It doesn't anoint you with grace. And what we all have to realise, whoever uh, is watching this, whether you even have a social media account or not, that's incidental. All of us... Uh, called to be witnesses in our generation. And the Bible mm -hmm. says, I love the scripture that is framing this day in Psalm 68, 11. It's one of my favorites. It says, the Lord gave the command, a great company of women brought the good news. Women, God has always used to bring the good news of Jesus. Now, the deal is in our generation, a lot of us we basically get so caught up in our feelings, especially this year, because we've had all the feels. But listen, just because you feel it yeah. doesn't mean you have to say it. Just because you think it doesn't right. mean you have to say it. <laughs> we have made idols out of our opinions as if somehow my opinion is more important than what God says. I laugh. Sometimes people say to me, Christine, you know, you don't really jump on the bandwagon for everything that's going on and you don't give your opinion about everything. I said, look, everyone isn't following me for my opinion. They 
they want me to lead them to Jesus. Right. What does God say? What does the word of God say? And listen, I don't even trust myself. I change my mind every day. Today I like a black top, tomorrow I like a yellow. I don't even trust my own opinion. Why would anybody else trust me? But I say that to go that scripture says God's always used women. Women were, um, when Jesus was being crucified, it was women that were there. It was a woman that was there when Jesus rose again from the dead. And the Lord said to Mary, you go and tell the disciples and Peter, go and proclaim my news. He said to the woman at the well, um, you know, you're going to have rivers of living water. She went and had a revival in her town. Throughout scripture, women encountered God and then women took the good news of Jesus into our world. Havala, where I'd love you to continue with this is that I think we can either use the gifts and talents uh, and strengths that the Lord's given us as women, as great communicators, uh, as ability to influence our families, our communities, our neighbourhoods. But in the day in which we live, um, I'm wondering whether we're putting more of a value on kind of authenticity, transparency, whatever that means, without integrity. Like it's just like if I just put my feelings out there, even if they're contrary to the word of God or my thoughts, yeah. somehow that's noble. And I think like if people lost yeah. their minds. I think it's really difficult because we think that anybody who has the microphone has the authority and they have your attention, but they don't have the authority of heaven. And I think we have to be very clear on this. Um, you know, the Bible says you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. Truth is a person. Jesus Christ is the truth and he will set us free. The Bible says no man comes to the father, but through me, which means we're not confused on the role of Jesus Christ. He was the savior of the world. He was the bridge from the earth to heaven. And there is no way to eternal life outside of Jesus. And there's this kind of narrative that's following our generation. And I know it's not the popular narrative, but I think we all are afraid that if we kind of define it, then we somehow are leaving people out. Well, when we give everybody an award, then nobody actually gets the award, you know? And so I think it's really important that we begin to see you know, the Bible says he is the author and the finisher of our faith. And we have to decide how we're going to live. The Bible says in Ephesians 4.1, we are to live a life worthy of the calling that we've received. And that doesn't mean that I can take someone else's calling and mimic their calling, but there's a specific calling that we're to live. I was thinking back about the season when I was a young minister and I hadn't been invited to a church to speak. And again, I was not a very confident person. I had a lot of learning issues growing up. I had been tested for dyslexia, reading and comprehension issues. And so I had documented learning disabilities. And so when God began to use my life, I was just as shocked as anybody that he would use me. And I was invited to a church and in the middle of the ministry time, I'll never forget the pastor coming up and taking over the service and kind of bringing us to a close. And so we went out to dinner that night and I said to him, so what did you think of tonight? Because I, I mean, I didn't know. I, I was just trying to have a conversation. And he said, well, do you really want to know? And I said, I do. And he says, well, I don't believe in anything you did tonight. I don't believe in women speaking the word. I don't believe in women doing what you just did. And to be honest, if I had known what you were going to bring, I would have never had you. It was a beautiful dinner, beautiful dinner, just, you know, more, 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 but I remember trying to eat as fast as possible to get out of there. And we ran to my parents' hotel. My dad was speaking in the same area. And I woke my parents up and I'm telling them what this man had said through tears. And I'm kind of, you know, in my 18 year old self, just wasn't ready for that kind of rejection. 
And he looked at me and he said, well, Havala, I guess you get to decide if man called you or God called you. And I think mm -hmm. it comes down to that. Like who called you? Who anointed you? Who gave you authority? And the crowd will always get it wrong. You know, one minute they're saying Hosanna and the next minute they're saying, give us Barabbas. So this idea that the crowd is going to affirm what God has. No, 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 no. We've got to know what our calling is and our focus. And Jesus is our focus. And Christine, I agree with you. I think it's going to get clearer and clearer because the Bible says that signs and wonders followed. And I think that we are going to, I mean, you can say a lot of things, but if signs and wonders aren't following your work, then you're just, you're a microphone, but you are not an influencer really in the kingdom of heaven. And so I don't know about you, Stephanie, but I've been challenged. I think with a lot of voices coming into our world, I've been challenged personally, like Havala, stop it, that your influence, whether who's following you or who it recognizes you has nothing to do with your, your value right? And who he has called you, but then also the path that we're going to choose as ministers and, and women of God, because there's a lot of women watching that are never going to be on a platform. That's really irrelevant to our call um, for many of us. But are we going to actually know that Jesus is the way, the truth and the life? And are we going to follow that narrow path with how we talk and how we think and what we communicate about heaven? Yeah, Havila, you said something so key that not every influencer has authority. And, you know, if what we're seeing even in this season is that God is drawing a line between what is just sound and what is power. You know, at the end of the day, I don't want to have influence on the earth if I don't have influence in heaven. I want to be known in heaven. I want, I want to be the one when I begin to pray, the angels say, hey, it's Stephanie praying. We need to move, you know? So at the end of the day, I think that even the whole topic of influence, it has just been, has been diluted to be about, you know, this following a crowd or just this nonsense, because at the end of the day, true influence comes with authority. It comes with responsibility and it comes with being a shepherd. You're leading something. And so, I mean, right now you do have uh, the, the millennials and people are like, hey, what do you want to be in life? And it's like, I want to be an influencer. And it's like, what does that mean? <laughs> what are you influencing? Because at the end of the day, there are two agendas on the earth. There's the agenda of God and there's the agenda of Satan. And you're life is driving one. And I want to be the one who is with in alignment with the will of God. And that doesn't always look like the popular thing. That doesn't always look like the easy thing to do, but it is the kingdom thing to do. And so that is what my heart is after. I believe that being a woman of influence is about being a woman who is aligned with the will and the way of God, moving in integrity, moving in his character and moving in his authority. I don't want to be someone that people will know your name and you pray and nothing happens. I want to be the one, just like you said, signs and wonders followed yeah. them. I want to be the one that Lord, heaven should know about me. When I wake up in the morning, the enemy should be afraid about the places I step into, not just about oh, people clapping and looking at me. No, not that, that is not, I mean, you can keep that kind of influence if that's what it you know, sums up to. But I do believe that for every woman watching, when you recognize what true influence is, then you are not really concerned about how many people follow you, you are concerned for the one. You are concerned for Lord.
Lord, who is it that you have called me to impact? Who is it that you have called me to reach out to? Who is it? There was a prophetess that we don't really hear much about in the Bible, but all we know about her, it was that she was in the temple day and night praying for the coming of the Messiah. There was mm -hmm. something about her life that was so consecrated that she could be trusted with the weight of praying for the Messiah. That's influence. The people may not have known her, right. but the Lord saw her and heaven took notice of her. Mm -hmm. And that's really what I'm after. And I believe that's what every woman should be after. Oh my gosh, me too. That's all I have to say is me too, Stephanie. <laughs> no, that is so powerful. That is such a word. I hope everyone watching right now, if you're filming this on your DVR, pause and rewind and watch it again and bring in your daughters and watch it again. That was so powerful. Yeah. And I acknowledge what you said when you said, you know, with the new wave of millennials and social media came this word influencer, right? And I'm a millennial mm -hmm. and I grew up with this word influencer and social media and I agree with you and I just want anyone that's watching right now that is a millennial or Gen Z that has grown up in this culture of influencers, I believe that we can influence so much more than what the world is influencing. I believe that we can be a generation that is influencing things that point people towards Jesus, that show how women of faith can actually be women of faith. I believe that we can be on social media, that we can have boundaries and we can be healthy and we can influence people towards Jesus, towards things that the world cannot influence them towards influence them towards peace that the world cannot provide, influence them towards joy that the world does not offer. And I believe that this generation is not a victim to social media culture, that we don't have to be influenced by the world, but that we can influence the world in more ways than we know. And something that I really believe, if anyone on here is on social media, if anyone watching is on social media, and this year you're wondering, what should I post and what should I say? A question I like to ask people is, what has God called you to do? Because social yeah, media right. is not the goal, but social media can be the tool that you do whatever God's called you to do. So if you yeah. feel called to encourage women, then that should guide the things that you post. If you feel called to network yeah. artists, that should guide the kind of comments that you comment. First, what has God called you to do? Social media and everything else you got is just a tool to do that. For me, you know, I know a lot of women here, because we're ministers and we feel called to point people towards Jesus, we share that bond. I know that we use social media just to do that. We use social media to point people mm -hmm. towards Jesus, to try to raise a generation to be in love with Jesus. And so one thing that I like to do is I like to post sermons on Instagram. I love doing it. I love watching all of yours. I like posting sermon clips on Instagram because I want to interrupt the scroll with truth. I want to interrupt the scroll with joy. And some of my sermon clips get a good amount of likes and some of them don't. But something interesting I've learned recently is that there's this new feature on Instagram where you can see when you post something, not just how many people liked it, but you can also see how many people saved it to watch for themselves yeah. later and how many people sent it to someone to encourage someone else. And many times the videos that get liked the least are the ones that get saved and sent mm -hmm. the most. So what does that show me? That shows me that sometimes the mm -hmm. things that people need are not the same things that people like. And if right. we want to be a generation <laughs> that influences this world and doesn't just let the world influence us, sometimes we're going to have to say some things that not everybody will like, not things that everyone will want to repost, but things that will ignite the truth of Jesus inside of them and tell them more than what the world is telling them, but tell them who they really are. So if we want to influence a generation, we can't just repost what the world is reposting. We've got to be in the word of God right. and echoing what God is saying.
What do you think, Lori? So good. Well, you know, Jesus always had that gentle answer. He was always gentle and he was lowly. And if we're going to be like Jesus, we're going to be gentle. And right now, Chris, it seems like everything is an outrage. And those are the voices. The voice of outrage has become such a commodity in this world. And it's like the, the good voices are almost drowned out. But that gentle answer, you know, there's, there's something that never fails about the love of God and, and reaching out to people in such a fashion um, changes the world. And I love that the authority is attached to the influence because people can be out there, Chris, raging, but they have no authority. They have no power. They have nothing but big mouths. And, um, and I love that we carry within us the spirit of love, the spirit of joy and God's voice. And that's how we can influence those people that we come in contact every day, just, just with that word from the Lord. And I love that. And you do that so well. Absolutely. I don't think it's ever more complicated than that. You know, the Bible says life and death is in the power of the tongue and dare I say the power of the thumbs if you're uh, using um, social media. (laughs) But there's people, and I know there are so many uh, women on the other side of this screen and you're like, man, I don't even have a Instagram account, Christine. I can't even go to the bathroom by myself, let alone tweet because I've got my kids hanging (laughs) off my ankles and you're like, like listening. So the deal is though that they in this season Uh, who you are influencing, so how you act, what you say. It is absolutely crucial. Now, in 2020, I think has just revealed the dark side of humanity in a way that, you know, we knew it, but we saw it. Whether it's um, the outrage, you know, Laurie, you talked about it. I mean, it's it's toxic out there. There is a toxic, and out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks and the thumbs tweet, I say, it's both the things. Um, but we have seen um, that what has been in the heart, the heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Who can know it? And that the Lord's got to do a divine exchange. He takes out our heart of stone. He gives us his heart of flesh. And I think we've just seen it this year. We've seen it in every realm. We've seen it, you know, to do with race, to do with politics, to do with just people's opinions about everything, everything. And and believers, what is so sad is to see believers come at each other. Jesus said, by this will all men know that you are my disciples. By the love you have one for another. I'm thinking, (laughs) oops, I hope everyone erases their social media profile in 2020 because they're not going to see that we're his disciples by how much we speak in tongues, how many demons we cast out how many people listen to our sermons it says this is how people will know you are my disciples your love one for another which is what I love even about better together is that people see authentically I mean you know today there's five of us and next week there's another five I mean there are so many there are dozens of us women that genuinely love each other we are different races we are from different streams of the church Uh, we have different ministries or vocations whatever that might be and the thing is some of you that even watch this program you're like I don't know why I keep coming back and part of what you're not even realizing is that our love for each other and Laurie and I have exactly the same hair and she's not quite as sweet as me (laughs) but you know the point is that we are all so different but genuinely we love each other and I think that there's a lot more of Christian witnessing if some of us actually stopped 
some of the negativity and the outrage that we're putting out there and thinking everyone's got to hear my opinion because I'm an influencer. Sometimes the greatest influencer you can be mm. is actually to be silent on some things, mm-hmm. to go, I love what you said, Stephanie, go to the prayer closet. Um, and why we have so many people in the world that are still in so much bondage, it's because the anointing mm. breaks the yoke and chain, not the yelling. Okay not the influencing, the anointing. And honey, unless you're willing to go into the prayer closet and be crushed, you ain't gonna, you got no oil to come out of you. And um, I don't look at uh, my effectiveness based on how many people, and I've got a fairly good size following um, on social media, but I am not directed, as you see, I don't have a whole lot of interaction that happens because I am not going to be moved by what the people want. I know what will get a lot of clicks. Mm-hmm. I want to be moved by what heaven. God is the one that gave me the platform. I didn't build it. See, if you spend your life trying to build something that God never gave you, you're going to have to spend your life trying to keep what you built. But if God put yeah. you there, God will keep you there. So I'm not looking over my shoulder ever. I'm not going to the people going, what do you want? That's what I'm going to write about. I'm in my prayer closet going, God, yeah. what do I need to like my daughters? My daughters are not going to tell me. I don't care if they tell me they want ice cream every day for dinner. I know as their mother that no, sweetheart, today you need some broccoli, you need some mashed potato, you need some peas and you need some carrots and you need some steak. I don't care if you don't like it. I know what you need for your nutrition. And so what we're doing though is we're playing the other way. We're like going, we're allowing the whims of the crowd to dictate the agenda and then we're wondering why there's no spiritual weight, why there's no spiritual authority, why people are still in bondages, why chains are not being broken, why shackles are not being broken, why addictions are not being broken. That only comes from an anointing. That anointing only comes from a crushing. That crushing in a beautiful way comes from the presence, being in the presence of God. It's in the presence of God and with the presence of God that the power of God flows. We have a lot of opinion and very little power. And I don't know about anyone else, but I'm going to finish strong this year with a whole lot less opinion and a whole lot more Holy Ghost power because coming into the new year, I want to see revival. I want to see the power of God. I want to see the gifts of the Spirit manifest on the earth because, listen, my words are not going to change anything. I want God's Word to breathe God's life and God's power on the earth. You know, Havila, I know you're a prophet. Like, how are you feeling about all of this? (laughs) Oh, I feel like inside I'm just having this yes because I think deep down inside, I want my life changed. I want to follow people that are anointed. I I want to hear from people that have paid the price and I want Jesus. And I think that there's just, I would say it's very important for women that are watching right now, for all of us to have that inner filter system that says that is an influencer and that's woman of authority and not to get them mixed up. Doesn't mean we don't have to follow either of them. Doesn't mean we have to slam either of them. But when it comes to our spiritual life, we need to be very clear. That's, that's an influencer. That's an opinion over there. And that's an anointing and just get very clear. And that's how I'm able to see people and enjoy people without uh, my faith getting led astray. And we have just not had that inner filter. And so Steph, I don't know about you, but I think we've almost forgot to tell each other that there's a difference. And so we glorify this one person and realize they're just good at selling books. It's nothing to do with eternal life, like this spiritual leader. And so we just got to get clear on who believes the word of God and is living it out. And we want to follow them for our spiritual diet. Yeah, I love that. And I even want to go back to something Lori shared that, you know, not every influencer is a truth teller. 
And we want to be truth tellers as believers. And how else would you be a truth teller unless you are intimate, you have an intimate relationship with the truth himself and he is Jesus. And to have that level of intimacy, it is a crushing. It's picking up your cross and following him. You know, what is that cross? What is that weight? What is that burden for any of you watching? And that could be release of what may feel like your comfort zone. That could be holding back, holding on to your opinions. You know, Jesus had opinions. Jesus had a will, but his ultimate will was to do the will of his father. And so we have to recognize that when we step in and when we say, I am a daughter of the most high God. And for even the men watching, when you say, I am a son of the most high God, that you are taking on your true identity. And that means that there's an identity that you have learned. There's an identity that has been put on you. And that has to be stripped because a lot of times all this being too opinionated and all of that, it's coming from the flesh. And the cross is to say, I'm putting my flesh on this cross and it's not going to have me, but I would have authority over it by my spirit. And I want to pray into that. I want to pray for everyone watching that your desire and your pursuit would be to be a truth teller. And so Heavenly Father, we thank you so much. We thank you for this conversation, oh Lord. We thank you that through conversations, Lord God, chains are broken. I'm reminded about all the conversations you had and Lord God, it brought healing. The anointing fell, oh Lord. And so right now for every child watching, may they desire to go into the secret place with you. May they desire to go into that place of intimacy, that place of the crushing, to pay the price for the anointing, oh Lord. We thank you for everything that you are doing and what you are doing through the lives of your sons and daughters. Even now for everyone watching, Lord, may they feel your presence in their homes. Have your way, oh loving God, in Jesus' name. Thanks for joining us today. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast to hear more great messages from inspiring teachers like the Better Together crew. Rate this podcast and write a review if you haven't already. And share this message so others can be encouraged by this teaching too. So subscribe, rate, review, and share. We hope you were inspired by today's message. God bless.